one. Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble in Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. And I'm the other one, Andy. <laughs> the other one. So, instead of having two movies per month, we're going to have a fucking movie every episode because we're that fucking damn good and excited to watch movies. We talked about it after the last episode, and we realized that that is where we have the most fun, and it's about us. We're doing this for us. Like mm. We're glad you guys listen, but, I mean, it's about us. <laughs> this is the Us podcast, not Big Trouble in Little Podcast. But by the way, this is episode 10, so 10 episodes of this podcast is out on YouTube, and hopefully we will bring it over to iTunes, but I want to have a little more audience before we do that because there's a lot of work on trying to get it onto iTunes. And then when you have to get noticed, you have to get like ratings and then people reviewing about it. So I just don't want to do all that work and have like, I got tired just listening to you describe that. <laughs> I, I don't even. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't feel like doing that. And then like one person's like four stars, they were great. And it's like us doing a review. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's get right into this episode. So get strapped in and get ready for Big Trouble in a Little Podcast where only dreams can kill a dream. Andy, what the hell have you been watching or playing or whatever whatever, whatever you did this week? Yeah, I played some more Yakuza, but I talked about that last time. Um, Gundam Versus came, but it came today. I didn't get it release day because I ordered it too late and Amazon was lazy. But they did get it to me a day ahead of what they said they would. So, I don't know. I'll talk about that next week. Um, I watched all the Blade Runner shorts in preparation for the new Blade Runner movie. There's three of them. Oh, yeah? Uh, now, is this live action or a cartoon? Two of them are live action. Have you heard? Do you know anything about them? No, because uh, tell you the truth, I'm not a big Blade Runner fan. I appreciate the first movie. Tut, tut. But I like the second movie visuals, so that's why I'm excited. <laughs> well... The, uh, the shorts are all really cool and all really short, and they got me hyped up for the movie. The f uh, there's Basically, uh, the first one took place in 2019, right? When did the first one take place? I think it was 2019. And then the new one takes place in 2049. Well, there was, there's a couple big events that happened between then and now that they kind of take care of in these three shorts. And it was the, the director and, and whoever, Warner Films, like, oversaw it but for the most part they just handed i think a story point to people and they made them the first one's an anime which is really cool and it's directed by uh i'm gonna say his name wrong <coughs> shiro watanabe i think that's it it's got it's got that extra eye in it and i always screwed up shiro <laughs> watanabe. the guy who did cowboy bebop samurai champloo um a bunch of other great stuff but i mean bebop is his claim to fame and it's what is it it's about 13 minutes long and it's Excellent. Like, there's some characters in it, and there's it's only 13 minutes long, so it's not like they get to develop those characters. But the action and the animation is fantastic, and it explains how something happens that is relevant to the story later on. It's really cool. And then the other two are live action. The first one um, takes place in 2036, mm -hmm. and it's called... Uh, I don't know. The first one's called Blackout. The last one's called Nowhere to Run. I can't remember... The second one, I think Nexus Dawn, maybe, but it heavily features Jared Leto's character, and it is great. It's really creepy, and it like part of it, I, I kind of like had a knot in my throat, like I was watching a horror movie because it was like 
it's a little suspenseful. You don't know what'll happen. But it's only six minutes long. The last one, Nowhere to Run, features uh, Batista's character. Like, he's just doing stuff, and then he beats some guys up. That's that's the gist of the plot. But what happens in it, I'm pretty sure, sets up the next movie. It takes place in 2048, and then the new one, of course, takes place in 2049. Uh, they're all super short. If you have any interest in Blade Runner, you should check them out, because they're all free on YouTube. And by the way, like... I never thought about the all-star lineup that they have. You got Batista, you got Jared Leto, you got Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I hope this film does good. I hope it gives it... I hope so, too. It rests very heavily on the director. And, of course, none of the shorts are directed by the guy. So we still haven't really seen what this guy's direction is like. I can't remember what else he's directed, but he's, he's, he's not a nobody, but he hasn't done anything huge. Which is good. That's fine. I'm I'm real anxious. Like I guess the uh, the advanced screenings started happening, like for critics and industry assholes. And so far, everyone has been saying it's good. But I don't know. I don't trust reviews that much. But it is a good sign. So so far, so good on that one. I'm going to the the midnight for it. The, I'm using air quotes midnight because midnights aren't at midnight anymore. They're at like seven the day before. But anyway. I haven't done that in more than a decade. It, it was like Batman Dark Knight the last time I saw a movie opening night. So like I'm kind of I was Joker excited Dark to Knight? do that. What's that? Like Joker Dark Knight or uh, yeah. Bane? Yeah, Dark Knight, the second one. Okay. But uh, that's it's been that long. I'm excited enough that I want to go see it. I don't want anyone to spoil it. I don't want anyone to 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 have a sideways kind of oh well don't get used to this character or yeah Harrison Ford is killing off all his characters wink wink nudge nudge I don't want any spoilers I just want to go see it for myself so well Ryan Gosling is actually uh, Harrison Ford's kid yeah something like that yeah that's that's I don't want to know anything <laughs> I uh, so obviously we'll be talking a lot more about that next week and I don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about Blade Runner now and then next week want to talk about nothing but Blade Runner. Nice, and I I can't wait for that film. Um, like I said, we talked about it last week on how everybody yeah. was loving that. Yep. Hopefully, Blade Runner is you know right behind him having a good movie. We haven't had good movies in a while. Come to think of it, during the yeah, summer, has been super hit or miss, and it's mostly been miss. I'm glad to see some hits. Mm-hmm. And then obviously in December you're gonna have Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Which uh, usually is going to be good, and I cannot wait to see how Ryan Johnson does it before you know J.J. Abram gets the the ninth episode. Anyway, what I've been up to is uh, something more morbid. Uh, I've been watching a lot of serial killer documentaries. Uh, I watched a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer, um, Zodiac Killer, uh, the what do you call it? Oh, uh, the son, the son of Sam, the one that happened in the seventies in New York. Mm-hmm. It's it's just something like I want to know what goes inside these killers' heads when they do all this stuff because most of the time, you know, you have like son of Sam was uh, apparently a part of a cult that a dog told him to go kill people. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer apparently was just a fascinated that you know picking apart animals. Uh, insides made him curious to see what human insides look like and then 
you know, one thing led to another and where he wanted to keep their heads and refrigerators and eat them so that he the his victims could be part of him in some way, in some sick way like that. So they were all batshit crazy, is yeah. what you're saying. I think the most, like, out there one is the Zodiac Killer because they never caught the guy. Yeah. And, you know, they had many suspects, but no evidence to put on those suspects. And I think there was yeah. one suspect called Arthur Lee Allen uh, that was, like, their prime suspect because he was he could write with both hands or something like that and he had a watch that had the zodiac symbol on there that was on his letters that he wrote uh there was one night where two people died by a lake and he also went to that same lake and when he came home he was all bloodied with like a bloody knife and everything and he said he cut chickens up for a barbecue like in in this day and age, I think they would get locked up, and obviously our science is more better in yeah. this time than it was back in the the 60s and all that. But I also watched a movie that had, um, I'm going to fucking butcher, I'm just going to say <laughs> one of the McDonald's brothers from The Founder, and then the Hulk from the Avengers movie was in it, because uh, <laughs> I'm too lazy to go look right now. Um, but it was a good movie. Like, it took each uh victim's stories and said it accurately instead of making it more hollywood in some way i think the only hollywood that was there was pretty much the uh the cartoonist who was writing the book and the the conversations that were happening between the police departments and all that stuff so like that was more of the hollywood but seeing like the two couples get tied up on the by the lake and getting stabbed to death and then like the the one where they're in lover's lane and he comes up behind him and shoots him with a luger like all that was accurate and pretty much they got the story from the victims that were alive which were mostly males all the females died right away so he must have something against females but that's what i've been up to i haven't been playing any games kind of you know, when you get home from work, the only thing you want to do is lay lay around and watch something instead of just oh, I, diving I into a saying, game. Sure. Yeah, because you get, you get lazy. You don't want to think about a story and or yeah. fight enemies. Yeah, I, I love games, but you, you have to be engaged in a game. And on the other hand, I just put something on and, and doze and be hmm. lazy. So. I mean, maybe I should... Uh, you know, play Sonic or something, because that's pretty much straightforward, and I don't have to... Totally. Work. You should do it. Yep, yep. I should. But anyway, let's get into our movie that we're going to be talking about. Monsters. So, Andy, I'm going to... Since you just pretty much finished the, the movie, I finished it like 20 minutes ago. I want I want your opinion first. Um, I liked it. It's not... It's not a masterpiece or anything, but it is a super entertaining 94 minutes. The uh, For me, the most entertaining part about it is just like the setting. Like six years ago, um, NASA discovered the possibility of life in our solar system. They don't say where. They send out a probe. It, it gets something. And then on when it's coming back to Earth, it breaks up in reentry over Mexico. And now northern Mexico 
and the most southern part of the United States is full of like terrible. They look like giant octopuses. They're kind of Cthulhu-looking, scary space monsters. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that's that's all kind of interesting. And the fact that the, both militaries are on both sides, and there's like <laughs> during part of the movie, they're with some guys that are trying to get them north of the wall and it, it's uh it's obviously reminiscent of like coyotes like people who do that for mexicans now trying to, to to smuggle people into the united states and that's interesting and um it revolves around uh a photographer i guess he's working for a newspaper or a magazine and his boss's daughter is in mexico and a hotel collapses i guess in one of those attacks from one of the monsters Mm-hmm. And they're like, you need to get her home. And for some reason, they can't fly. So I don't get that. And then they try to take a boat. And then he... I don't want to ruin the whole movie. Because it is worth watching. It is a really good movie. But some stuff happens. Someone makes some mistakes. And then they end up having to like go through the zone. And it's kind of safe. But it's also kind of extremely dangerous. And I, I don't know. Like a... The effects aren't great, but I think a big part of the reason um, Gareth Edwards got as popular as he did is this movie had a budget of five hundred thousand dollars, and it made at the box office four point two million. Mm-hmm. So that's more than eight times the budget that they made back. And Hollywood loves that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, Gareth Edwards went on to direct the new Godzilla movie, the one in twenty fourteen, I think it was, that had um, really cool monsters effects and set pieces but was very very lacking in character character development and then he went to go make uh, rogue one which was a fun movie and very lacking in character development and this movie by the way was lacking in character development so i don't know if there's a trend with this guy but it's probably lacking in character development it just didn't show enough emotion between the two characters like the, the, it, it did it in like bursts like at the end when he calls his kid like that's cool but it's like it's the end of the movie you should have done this earlier like i care about the guy but it's it's too late mm-hmm. like the dialogue like i understand they're in his dire situation and all that stuff but he tried to be funny but then it's like he went back to his monotone thing he's like well you, you, there's a creature in your room you want me to let me in? Like, I understand he was drunk. Well, he was drunk in that scene. Yeah. I, I, I give that a little bit of, all right, I, whatever. Yeah, but he was also that, like, you know, when he was at the, the Spanish lady's house, he was like, oh, you know, thank you. What is that? Oh, food? Gracias. Yeah, he sounds tired the whole movie, which, you know, if he was tired, that would make sense. But this is a movie. Yeah. And it, like, the, yeah. the acting is, eh, it's passable. It's okay in my opinion, like I wasn't wowed by either the head or the head, the lead actor or actress. Mm-hmm. It, it told the story. Okay. Yeah. The female, you could obviously tell she's a little, little in, inexperienced in a mm-hmm. sense. She kind of looks like they grabbed her off the street, which they probably did. Cause looking at her IMDB, she only done a few movies that I don't know of. Yeah, she's done a lot of small stuff, a lot of TV shows. She's pretty, so that's something. But and she can she can act passably. Like I don't think she's going to be the head actress in anything big. Yeah, and the the backstory was kind of like how you said character development was kind of lame in a sense because like you understand she was uh, engaged, but she didn't really show it. Like she was what? No, I'm fucking it up now. 
Um, she was engaged. You didn't really learn about her husband that much, just based off of the ring. Um, I liked that a little bit. I didn't want... You know, the other side of the coin is it's a monster movie. I don't want to hear about people the whole damn time. But, you know, they have to do something with character development. Well, even though that was the whole movie anyway, because you don't really see the creature. You see the creature is dead throughout the, you know, the film. You see him on top of houses and you're like, he's like the part where she's like, well, you ever seen one live or take a picture of them? He's like, nah, only dead. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. Like, I, I, I like the journey that they had from Mexico to America because um, there was one line that I liked from Andrew was like, man, it's pretty weird seeing America from the outside in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a cool scene. I like that when they're sitting on top of the, the pyramid looking at the wall. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, the creatures were Cthulhu-like. Uh, there was one scene that like annoyed me a little bit when they're when the the people are like, oh, the the trees are aliens, and they're like, what? And they shine a light on it, and he's like, well, why is the trees infected? And then they explain that you know the trees are reproducing these creatures, and it goes into the water, and then boom, you have a creature. Yeah, I'm like. Well, if this is the infected zone, and this is where they're reproducing, then why aren't we fucking lighting it on fire or bombing it? <laughs> well, they said that the American jets come and, like, bomb them sometimes, and whenever they do, the creatures get all pissed off. Like, it's been six years. I have to assume that they've been bombing these places nonstop since then, but they're trying to be real specific. Plus, there's that... like. <laughs> There's a, there's that sign when they're in the Mexican town talking about no bombing, and I gotta think like the middle of the infected zone I'm sure is is devoid of people, but like there's a lot of the creatures that keep breaking out into the normal areas and stuff, and they can't bomb them there because then they'll kill all these civilians. They gotta take them down with like conventional weapons, which is what you see in kind of the prologue a little bit. Like there's one near some soldiers, and they use um. They, like they, they use their conventional weapons and then a hellfire rocket from like a helicopter or or an aircraft or something. And Without spoiling anything, did you link the end with the beginning? Yeah, the soldier singing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I had to rewatch the beginning where part I was like, oh, it's them. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. So like. And I actually thought of something I'm trying not to spoil anything, but when they're at the gas station and you see uh, these things and you're like, is it trying to link the creatures with the human, with these two main characters in some way? Is that like yeah, a... I don't know. That scene went on too long, I thought. Like, it was cool, and then it got boring really fast. Like, like it needed to be half as long. I don't understand, like, why the tentacle thing was touching the TV and like it was getting energy from it. So I, I was thinking about that too. I think that they they were like attracted to light kind of, cause they were also attracted. Remember when they were in the, the Jeeps, he like covered up the dome light mm-hmm. on their vehicle and it left them alone. I think it's attracted to lights because those eggs send off lights or not the eggs. The, the things that look like mushrooms, they send off light too. Like whenever they would shine a flashlight at it, it would, it would like respond or whatever. So I think 
you know, they're 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 wild animals. They're not intelligent or anything. I think they would like look for light because light is where like the the, the the kids are. And then the two of them were like like I don't know, like greeting each other with like light or something. I think light is how those creatures were communicating. Because presumably they're from further out in the solar system where there's where less light is reaching, maybe. Mm. I don't know. This this is all. I kind of like that about this movie is that they don't like. There's not a news broadcast or a documentary that explains everything, or like a, or a scientist telling you what's about these yeah. creatures. It's it's about these two people in this situation. That's it. It's not a documentary, and you have to figure this stuff out. Like it's it's happening to them. It's around them, and you're seeing it from their viewpoint, and they don't know what's going on. So why would you? And I like that a lot. Like that, honestly, that that's probably one of my favorite elements of the whole movie is that they don't dump it in your lap. It's like, hey, they're they're in a dangerous situation. They don't know anything, so neither do you. And the the creatures, they must be blind then, because the guy was sitting at the gas station, and he was <laughs> the thing was on top of the fucking building. Yeah, 